Hello, welcome to Okawa Book Club. We're your hosts. I'm Dylan. I'm John. And we're going to be discussing the teachings of Master Ryuho Okawa. Ryuho Okawa is a world teacher, master, and CEO of Happy Science Group. All right, so today we have Chapter 3 of The Laws of Messiah, The Teachings of Messiah, The Battle to Change the Values with Words of God. We just finished up chapter two, and chapter three gets really into the values that the Messiah holds and how they apply to the modern age, how we can use the teachings of the Messiah to make this world better in the modern age. So uh, I'm here with my partner, John, and we've read through this chapter, but it, was there anything that really stood out to you that you wanted to share about this chapter? Yeah, I think, well, if we look at the first part of the chapter, which is the difficulty of acknowledging the Messiah, the one chosen by God. I like that thematically throughout this chapter, there is a discussion concerning the difficulty of what a Messiah faces in the world at any time in history, really. But in a time like this, it's like, how does a person who incarnates as the Messiah spread their teachings throughout the world in a way that, especially in a world as connected as we are today, what are the teachings that are for everybody? Which, uh, I mean, I think Master Okawa does a magnificent job <laughs> of uh, exactly that. And I really appreciated that, just the insight and how it all really does come down to values and values that are universal. And I also, in this chapter, really appreciated the discussion about the discipline that's necessary in free nations. And I think that there's an emphasis there that, like, we need to have freedom and democracy, and we need to, at the same time, have self-discipline so mm -hmm. as not to become corrupt or engage in activities that are uh, malevolent. So it's about what we do with that freedom. And I feel like Master Okawa has emphasized that point in many different ways over time. And I think it's an important one to realize because there are far too many people today who are willing to give up their sense of freedom just so they could feel like corruption is impossible. And really, there's corruption no matter how many laws you're going to put into place, you know, so it comes down to values rather than restricting you know, our freedom. Yeah, definitely. And you talked a little bit about how difficult it is for the Messiah to be acknowledged in today's age. It says on page 97 that this is partly because modern people have distanced themselves from spiritual beings or inspiration. In this sense, we can say that people have become less spiritual. Another reason is that as the population increases, people have created many systems to enable a lot of people to live together in an orderly manner. So the chosen one will need to break through these barrier-like systems first before being able to stand in the position of guiding people. And this is not easy to do. Yeah, that is so true. There's so many different institutions and so many different power centers in a world today that it's not like there's one method to become recognized as the Messiah. It's a constant battle against, you know, various hurdles that you have to jump over. And this world is not beneficial for a Messiah to be existing. It's very difficult. So there's so many uh, barriers that are being imposed that that's why religion always takes a long time to spread in most cases. It doesn't usually spread to huge numbers right away. And that's a kind of difficulty that a messiah who has opinions which are always in the minority has to deal with. They don't talk about common sense things. They don't talk about things that people already know. But their opinions come from almost out of nowhere 
and they are at a place where they have to convince a large number of people who already believe something different. So that is a kind of a difficulty that a Messiah has to face. And another thing that is mentioned in this chapter is the kind of confusion that uh, certain groups of people teach, which make it difficult for the Messiah's teachings to be understood. And it even goes into, for example, like the topic of CO2 connected to global warming. And how many people are so adamant about that theory, which they were convinced of, when the Messiah's values are very different than we might be taught through these uh, left-wing activists. And that's kind of led to a barrier, especially in terms of uh, one of the teachings of the, of the Messiah being kind of conflicting with an accepted value of society. And another one would be communist countries who block out the Messiah's words through the power of force using their tyrannical power. And they can even cut off certain songs that they don't like. They can even block out books that they don't like. They can, anything that the Messiah might come to offer, they can decide that it's banned in their country. And that makes it all the more difficult for their teachings to reach the people who need it most. Yeah, excellent points. And it's so true. I mean, the Messiah wouldn't come to tell everybody what we already know, <laughs> obviously. So introducing something completely new and innovative, it's always difficult. And, you know, when we think of it uh, in terms of the business world, that's when you're introducing a disruptive product, let's say. Or, or But I wanted to read uh, a portion of this chapter that we thought was particularly powerful. Uh, so it's as follows on page 97. A Messiah usually appears when there is a major clash of values on Earth. Such a day and age are usually when many people do not understand what is right and what is wrong and cannot differentiate good from bad. In general, the thoughts and opinions that the majority have in common will often become reality. So there is no need for the chosen one to appear to make it happen. When a Messiah appears, in most cases, his work will be to present and uphold the thoughts and ideas that have never been voiced before, or thoughts and ideas that are supported by only a small number of people. To create a great surge of movement by gaining supporters and to overturn and correct the public opinion or value systems of the age. Hmm. Very profound, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Here we have a Okawa Book Club podcast that we're on right now. And we hope that this podcast catches ground so that more and more people can be influenced and the world can become closer to the ideal this book has in mind. But I was kind of humbled when I was reading on page 102 and 103. It says, What is more, mass media has huge power in the modern democratic society. There are many kinds of mass media, newspapers, TV stations, radio programs, and recently the internet, but there are no clear leaders among them. They are usually anonymous powers, and these anonymous powers choose or discard specific people. Even if you try to tell people the words and the will of God via mass media or your own mini-media, they will only go viral and capture many people's hearts when people have a good level of capability and a certain degree of openness. If not, it can sometimes have a negative impact. I thought, oh, that's something we need to know as creators of this program, that we need to speak with a level of capability and speak to the openness that exists where people's minds already exist. If we try and just speak to people whose minds are closed, our teachings will never reach them. 
But these teachings are timeless and universal. And it's very important that people are presented these ideas, which are outside of their comfort zone, so that they can become acclimated to new ideas that can change the future. Because the current ex ideas that we already have are leading us to a pretty poor situation. You know, the world is in kind of dire straits. So if we can present new ideas that people are not familiar with, I hope that they can open their mind and accept these important values so that they have a new lens to base their worldview on. Absolutely. And, you know, I think it certainly is a challenge, the particular work we're doing. And at the same time, I don't think it's anywhere near the challenge that the Messiah has to face. <laughs> Uh, because, you know, at least we're, we're sort of taking his teachings and disseminating them in a way that is coming from perhaps just an average human's perspective. Uh, so that hopefully that helps to expand them more into the public without doing harm and I'm elic eliciting a negative reaction. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's very true. And it says on page 133 that under the teachings of Messiah, Develop a value system of good and evil supported by a strong backbone. I think that's the fundamental principle of the chapter. It is that when there is confusion, when there is chaos, when there is conflict, what is needed is the strong backbone to distinguish good and evil. I've heard a lot of people these days, especially young people, say there's no such thing as good and evil. And I think that confusion that they have is the reason that we need a Messiah. Because when evil is left unrestricted, very, very dangerous things happen. And there always needs to be the pressure against evil to stop it from spreading. Otherwise, we can see horrific incidents occur on this planet. I agree. Uh, you know, I think that sort of nihilistic view that there's no meaning in reality has been propagated so much amongst young people, uh, certainly the vast majority of young people I speak with. And it's frightening and it's concerning um, because when we think about our thoughts playing such a significant role in creating the future, what future are we looking at? You know, most younger people I speak to, their idea of the future that we're going into is this like sort of dystopian cyberpunk future where mm -hmm. there's, it's, very nihilistic and bleak and there's not much positivity yeah exactly and i think the political aspect of that society is really well uh, clarified on page 132 it says the internet does not necessarily bring about a free and democratic society sometimes mere private and trifling information causes confusion leading to a chit chat based politics where politicians only speak ill of others and, you know, if I go on various internet platforms, the number one type of political information I'll find is attacking the opposite side based on gossip and trivial information. And there's no clear distinction of what is right. It is only just to attack little points here and there to give one side the advantage in these battles. And that leads to an undemocratic, unfree, unfaithful society that the power holders become the totalitarians and then they're protected by a very small class of people right. and it doesn't really help the rest of the population to mature or develop a very nuanced way of thinking either
Yeah, exactly. And if you want to read a book that's nuanced, you know, This Law is a Messiah, oh, yeah. it takes the, uh, you know, 10 times the brain power you might think before you open it. It really offers a nuanced perspective, which I think is what the young people don't associate with religion. But if they found out that religion is sophisticated, then they will be more inclined to accept these values or even just to contemplate upon them because it's not a dogmatic control-oriented teaching. It is a teaching that develops the human mind and the pre-thinking aspects that we have. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's uh, something, <laughs> if there's any nihilists listening, um, it's good to introduce some nuance, you know, in, in, in the form of uh, religious teachings. And especially, I think, these religious teachings, which are really not like anything that's come before. Yeah. So if you want to find the teachings that nothing else comes in contact with or comes close to, I highly recommend you pick up the book, The Laws of Messiah. It is going to change your life and change the life of all the people around you who you give this book to. So I do recommend giving this book out to as many people as you can. You can find it online at Amazon.com. You can also find it in bookstores such as Barnes & Noble. And if you'd like to learn more, you can check okawabooks.com. It was great talking to you again, John. Likewise, though. In these trying times, stay happy, healthy, and positive.